The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 339 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always is... The Magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? Gomez, do you hear that? What? What do I hear? I don't hear nothing. Is that good? Listen close. This is an audio podcast, so we need to listen and pay attention. Okay, let me listen. Let me listen here. Right there. Oh, what was that? That's a smile, baby girl. Ah! When, when you have a smile, the whole world can hear it. And right here as we record this podcast, Gomez! Woo! What a world. What a world do we live in where Encino men... Are the best actors in the world. And see no men indeed. I love it. What Encino a night. Men. What this a night. This is how you Oscars. <laughs> Did you see the ratings were up 12%? The roof. They've, it was, They're all <laughs> wheezing the juice tonight. They ran to see. <laughs> Did you watch the Oscars, Joe? No. I watched the whole thing. I I, I was not you know, part of the ratings. It was uh, it's a long show. It's a long. I don't have it in me. It uh, we recorded on the DVR. It went through three different time slots, so like it was just shambles, bro. But uh, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I thought he was funny. You know, he's fine. I never I never have a problem with Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, he's fine. I, I'm a, I'm a lot happier with Jimmy Kimmel than I am Jimmy Fallon. Yes, definitely, hundred percent. So I think he did a fine job. You know, he did some Will Smith jokes at the start. You know, that's always good. Kept it moving. Uh, but uh, they brought back all those awards. Remember last year they took some awards off they, the show. Yeah, and they awarded them in like the pre-show, or whatever. As everyone or, lost their or fucking on like lives. next week's episode of Dark or something. <laughs> it was like log on to Oscar.com to watch. Yeah, yeah to like, see, <laughs> you know, best. Secondhand visual effect coordinator. So people lost their mind. So he said it from the start. He said, You guys asked for it. When you get a long ass show, don't come at me. And bro, it was long. I couldn't believe it. It was like it ended at it was supposed to end at 11. It ended at like 11:40, bro. When 40 minutes over. Could you imagine? And the ratings were there for it. So now Which they're gonna crazy. make even more awards. It should be double the time. <laughs> Uh, but it was good, good show. Not a lot of surprises, you know. Pretty much all the front runners won, which is a, not nothing wrong with that. But uh, I was happy. So I guess we already know what we're watching next week, then, huh? Yeah, we're gonna watch everything, everywhere, all at once. One of my favorite movies of last year. Just a fantastic movie. I'm excited for you to see it. I think, right? So it's weird, but I think if you're flowing with it, I think you're going to be sobbing at the end, bro. I think you're going to be liking this movie. See, I don't like being the facilitator of feelings, though. Yeah, but it's all right. It's going to hit you in the feels. I mean, 
so after the past couple weeks, I, I did have a little procedure this week. Um, went in, little outpatient thing, nothing major. But uh, I did have my tear ducts removed. Decided I didn't need them anymore. Used them all up. You said, what's you, the play? I said, you know what? Let me donate these. Someone obviously has a bigger need than me. So I don't know if we're going to be opening up the waterworks anymore. You know, I do get emotional at the films. We all know my story about Toy Story 3. Very, very emotional time in my life. It's crazy, bro. But now it's time to move on in a world where the Encino Man is the greatest actor in the world. Who would have thought 2023, the year of great ideas? I mean, I, I think we would have thought, right? We've been on that Brendan Fraser bandwagon from the start, bro. Yo, I like Airheads was it's like my favorite movie of like my high school years. I loved Airheads. Probably the greatest, man all the time. The greatest rock and roll biopic for any band. Best. Uh the greatest song to come out of like a rock and roll movie, Degenerated. Performed live in prison by the Lone Rangers. <laughs> it's a great movie. I was I love their heads. Phenomenal movie. Encino Man, Bedazzled, Monkey Bone. The Scout. It's my jam. Oh, the Scout is a good one. <laughs> That's my movie. I love that movie for some reason. I love I Bedazzled. I Bedazzled mean, just the man. Diablo Espanol. Whoa. <laughs> Diablo Espanol. The best, bro. Oh, we love the mummy movies in this house. We yes, don't turn we it do. off when, it, when it's on TNT, bro. Now, I will say, I think one is significantly better than two. It's been a long time. I don't remember, but I just remember both of them having a oh, good they're time. They're both a lot of fun, and we it's, don't a talk about, it's a great ride. It's a great ride at Universal. We don't talk about three and four. We don't nah. talk about those movies. They don't exist. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. That's a good one, too. That's a fun movie. Man makes hits. He Blast does. from the past. So I haven't seen this movie that he won for, The Whale. I'm a big fan of the director, Darren Aronofsky. Oh, that's but, uh, but I hear the movie ain't good. People I love know. Brendan Frazier, but they're like, yo, this movie's fucking terrible. We love you, though, Brendan. We hope you win. And but- that's that's <laughs> what I've heard about this movie. Yeah. Is everyone going, the movie sucks, but he's great in it. That's all they say. So I've been like, ugh. So I haven't, I haven't hit play yet. I will see it eventually. I gotta see my man do his thing. But it's just so like when, a fact. When guy. you said Aronofsky, Aronofsky made a film a few years back that originally, which one? I was gonna have a role in. What? what oh, what movie would this be? And Black originally, Swan? originally, <laughs> I was going to be one of the trainers for Mickey Rourke. Amazing, bro. What happened here? Fucking Johnny Rods ruined it. That <laughs> fucking Johnny Rods. Hey, it's Johnny Rods here. Uh, <laughs> now, so the, the wrestler, they originally brought Mickey Rourke to Gleason's. And I don't know. I guess whoever was in charge of the producers, I guess, whatever. Johnny got into a thing about money and they took Mickey Rourke somewhere else. Jesus Christ, bro. But you see a bunch of my Northeast indie friends, you know, walking around in the background there. Papa Don probably still selling bootleg DVDs with his picture on the fucking cover. I love it. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I remember liking it. I remember it, it being it's all right. Um, I think the more it like I like being in the business, I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Sure, is bullshit. I get that. 100%. Um, I and like the whole idea of him like cutting himself with the fucking cold cut slicer thing like yeah <laughs> no but marissa tomei seeing her naked was fucking 
pretty damn oh, good. Pretty damn cool, man. That's right. <laughs> while, while Rat is playing in the background, sign me up every day for all of it. <laughs> for all of it. Aunt May and Rat, deal. So apparently uh, Nicolas Cage was supposed to be the, the wrestler originally. What do you think about that? I, think, though, I, I don't know. think it would have worked. You don't think he could have did it? No, Mickey Rourke looked. You know, he had that. He did. He did look. He had that look. Nicolas Cage. I even if he bulked up, he still would have looked small. You don't realize how small those guys actually are. Well, sure, yeah. For instance, I saw this is going back years before Spider Man Three. You know, the one with My Chemical Spidey, the best, the dance, so good. I'm at the gym one day. I'm at a a Crunch Fitness in uh, downtown Manhattan. Crunch Fitness and. The guy I'm working out with looks at me. He goes, hey, do you know that guy over there? Apparently, he's some kind of actor paid to come in for the day with his trainer and whatever and just use the place. So I look over, and it's Topher Grace. Wow. This guy didn't know fucking Topher Grace? Unbelievable. Come on. Come on. I I mean, like. That 70s show is a hit. (laughs) No, it it was. But, I mean, Topher Grace isn't like. No, he's uh, a regular looking dude. Yeah. (laughs) And let me tell you, like, scrawny. Is not yes. the word. Like this guy is. Like you look at him and you go, "My man, like someone please feed this gentleman." Eat a sandwich, Bobby. What's the matter? <laughs> and I'll never forget. He was uh, doing dumbbell flies on a flat bench with ten pounds in each hand, and groaning like, yeah, "Heavy." And now listen, I I am no Ken Patera over here. You're close. I am close. I am no Ted Arcidi over here. I am no Canadian strongman Dino Bravo over here. Mm, But 10-pound dumbbell flies, like... But I was just genuinely taken aback by how small this guy is. So Mickey Rourke... I don't know. Maybe if I see him in person, I'm still going to think he's small, but at least he looked bigger than fucking Nicolas Cage. Sure. Yeah. And just where he has that beat up body looking. For, yeah, just look beat up. He looked very I, weathered. So, yeah, 100% because he ain't that old, but he, he, had, he had a life, bro. Yeah, he he's, looked like he's seen some shit. Seen some shit. <laughs> some good shit. I mean, he's had some good times, I'm sure. Probably some bad shit, too. Oh, uh, you know, I'm sure. He was uh, top of the game for a long time. So, yeah, I heard the uh, like everyone seems to be complimenting the Oscars. They're very fun. Uh, they're people are happy for the winners. Michelle yeah. Yo for everything everywhere all at once. Right. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis won an Oscar. Like, that's fun. Sure. Yeah. Should have gave it to the, the Asian girl in the movie. Like the, the daughter. She was nominated. When you watch it, you're going to be like, you're going to buy Jamie Lee Curtis one for this. It's such a small like not, it's really nothing. It's a nothing role. I a mean, it's people, great. I a love lot of her. people upset about Angela Bassett not winning. She, you know, I I would say that too. She she was great. She was winning all the other awards. You know, uh, sad. So she don't need the ball. This the big one. It's the one that matters. Being greedy at this point. Come on, that's what matters. Well, you happy you win the NBA All Star Trophy? You want to win the big trophy, right? Come on. Depends on what my pay is going to be. <laughs> But I think the other trophy, in theory, right, should garner you higher wages. In Austin theory. 
You like that guy, Joe? I haven't decided. He's okay. He's so he's I'm better I'm, now that he's not doing the selfie gimmick. I like I like a little bit. I'm still in this weird space with him where I don't know if I don't like him because he's a good heel or if I don't like him because he got the X Pac heat. So I guess it's probably a little A, a little I'll just B. Say, so right? I think it's a little both. He's so got some X Pac heat in between, but he's do he's not like he's he's doing he's working he's doing good. Yeah, he's still and he's still like a kid too, right? Isn't he like very very young? He's like nothing. Yeah, he's a baby, bro. He'll be around for thirty years when we watch this fucking. At this point, it's just crazy. I was just about to say it's amazing the longevity these guys have now on on the top show. It used to be that guys were so interchangeable, (laughs) moving back and forth between shows, and obviously there wasn't a a second show to go to for a long time. And I mean, I guess you count Impact. But no one really made the jump that mattered. You know, like when Christian did it, it was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. When Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle did it, it was a big deal. But that's about it. Like everyone else, everyone else who went there kind of wasn't doing anything anyway. Like the, the closest, Hardys. The closest thing would be, right, uh, Chris Jericho going to AEW, right? Like that was or that, that's, like, even that's when probably, Jericho did the Japanese stuff. The, New, the Japan. New Japan stuff, yeah. Like, that was, like, wait That's a minute. probably the last time, like, whoa, look at this. Because you, you thought about it, and you're like, eh, if Jericho's going to do ever come back or do anything in wrestling again, he'll just come to WWE, 100%. get a big payday and whatever. Yeah. And then he shows up doing the matches with Omega, and it's like, oh. Look at you. Okay. Didn't see that coming, but here we are. Yeah. Um, but even, like, with AEW now, like – Okay, they they brought in Punk, but he wasn't really doing anything. Uh, Daniel Bryan, kind of just—he's just a guy. He's just one of their guys. He's just a wrestler on the show. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. And and the thing is, is he had his run in WWE. It's not like this is a guy whose contract was up, and and I, I get it, his contract was up, but it's not like he's jumping while he's like the hot commodity. You no, know? no, like, no. And it doesn't. It didn't have that feel of like the. Monday Night Wars when someone would jump. Like when even Jericho, it's not like Jericho was the biggest thing in WCW, but for whatever reason, it felt like an event when he debuted on Raw, didn't it? What about Cody? Cody coming to back to Vince. That's kind of big, right? I I guess he's getting, he's getting the baby face pops like, oh my yeah, God, he's back. Yes. It's, so, it's just so weird. I, never, I, I don't see Cody. I've never got way. it. I've never gotten Cody. He puts on good matches. The matches are fine. And, I don't. And but the thing, I went everything I see, else. Promos, whenever I see him do much. anything, I think the promos are except for that too one much. time he he solved racism. Thank you for ending racism. Like, thank, um, you. thank you, Cody Rhodes, for so, marrying a black woman to to know that racism was over. So I appreciate that. Um, I because I'm not a fan of racism. No, I like to, you know, I, I, I we've, I, all, we've all been trying to solve it. It was like finally, thank you. <laughs> Someone finally <laughs> took it upon themselves. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> oh, so that's kind of big, right? Him jumping ship. I, I mean, guess that, we, that that would be. But I guess it really matters if one of those, like you know, Omega, MJF, if one of those guys jump ship. I think that'd be. Like, whoa. I don't even think Omega Who? would be a big deal at this point. No, you don't think? The Young That's Bucks, the, if the Young Bucks left? that Those stars have dimmed. Sure. I get that. I, I guess just for the, the novelty of seeing them in a new place, but also, I, I you'd have to surprise me with it. 
Like, it's got to be one of those, oh, my God, Kenny Omega's here on Raw. What? What's he doing here? You know, like, because, <laughs> like, even, like, the biggest ones are the surprises, right? Like, sure, I wasn't a Lex Luger fan, but all of a sudden I give a shit no. when he's walking out on Nitro. Bro, half of those people you never cared about, but they showed up on the other show. It's like, wait a minute. The fuck yeah. you care? Like fucking <laughs> ravishing Rick Rude wasn't wrestling, but all of a sudden he shows up on Nitro and it's like, oh my god, oh ravishing my god. Rick Rude. Adam Bomb is in WCW now. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who gives a fuck, bro? But it was awesome just to see it. <laughs> but it's the like the way it's presented. If if you tell me, like, if I if Meltzer reports and it's all over yeah, the internet, six, weeks, six weeks in advance. You know, and it's like, it's oh, Kenny Omega will be debu- debuting at No Way Out in the fucking third match. Like, oh, okay. So what about what like, they did with Punk? Where they like, they told everyone it was happening without ever telling anyone it was happening. You know? Yeah. Like it was I, like... The, people you know? still tuned in to see if it was serious, though, right? Sure. I'm sure, sure that's probably the biggest or one of the bigger ratings they've uh, they've had. Oh yeah. When Punk first came in, he was the ratings were yeah. crazy. Then you know he stayed around a while and then he turned into a guy, you know. That's the problem. Once in a while they get tired of you. And we're getting closer to WrestleMania now. We got all those hot matches. Omos versus uh versus Brock. I don't even understand. Brock Lesnar. I can't, but like, what is this match even gonna look like? Like, because this guy don't even wrestle. Like, he don't. Like, he's had like four matches, if even. Like, he's he got to win, right? I would guess so. Like, but you're not. You're not just gonna let Brock kill this guy, right? I can't. I I I wouldn't think so. But then, what are we doing? So he beats Brock. So okay, he beat Brock. Now what? Now <laughs> he's fight. He's he's got to go up the card, right? I mean. That's a big he, win. I guess he go. What, he got beat Bobby Lashley next, like you know, beat Cody's first uh, challenger for the belt. You know, something like that. An easy victory before Roman comes well, back. I was gonna say, like Roman gonna take some time off after this, or I would think so, because he, you know, he comes, he shows up like every other SmackDown, every two SmackDowns. You know, he ain't there all the time. So I would think after Mania, but who knows? Because they got that Saudi show. They got the Puerto oh. Rico show, and then they got the Saudi show right after. Puerto so Rico show is going to be big, right? Bad that's money. That's crazy. That's awesome. Puerto Rico crowds are always good. They love yeah. their wrestling, so that's going to be fun. They love their bad bunny. Who doesn't, Bobby? He's number one every time. He's always number one on those charts. You don't know no one who listens to him, but he's number one. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, even uh, it's just it's just because of my personal taste in music. Like I've tried listening to Bad Bunny, and I'm just like, yeah, I like. Sure, Does, it doesn't still. sound like so different than anything else no. in the genre, you know. No, he's making pop music because it's Spanish style, you know. Did you see another p- person we don't know? You, do you know who Morgan Waller is? This country guy, country singer. No, he's got he's got six out of the ten songs in the top Billboard top ten, bro. How? He must have dropped an album, and everyone loves all the fucking songs, apparently. But do you know anyone who listens to country, right? Like, I don't know anybody. That one has always mystified me. It's so crazy, but he's I thought country only existed, like, once every four years where there's, like, the one song that breaks through. Sure, that still happens, but but once in a while, these guys still, they'll just keep playing. It's crazy. Six out of ten, like, that's wild, bro. Yeah, six out of ten. That's 
crazy. And well, like, so what is his album sales? Like, he's got to be why? Well, yeah. Like, is he? Does he have a diamond record in 2023? Does that even still exist? But I don't even know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they've lowered standards because like, yeah, like album sales, iTunes downloads or something. I know they definitely have a streaming thing that they report, but I don't know how that works with everything. I'm not a. I'm not a professional musician, so I don't know. That's one thing I've never, I've never kept up on. Like I always used to, oh, what's the Billboard top hundred? Like, but that's something I just, you know, if I hear it on the radio, I hear it on the radio. What are my go-to's? I used to on Spotify all the time listen to the Billboard like Hot 100. That's a great channel to listen to, yeah. And you know that would keep me current. Like, let me know that Megan Trainer has a new song. Ugh, she's terrible. I do not like Megan Trainer. She's got a new new song called Mother. Ugh, it's terrible, terrible. Well, what's the other one? Cause I made you look. look. Yeah, she's (laughs) yes, that was the most recent one. She's got this style, like she's stuck in an era that really, you know, that music ain't popping like that no more. She's trying though. It's always used. It's like even when I go on TikTok, you know, because I'm a big TikTok guy and I want to make a video, I see what the 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 trending songs are. Yeah, Megan Trainer's in there. So, I mean, know? listen, I, exactly. Like, I make fun of her, but she's she's on the charts. Like, people are listening. I don't know if it's little girls or something, but you know, she got listen, fans. Me, I do not identify as a little girl, but I listen to some Megan Trainer. <laughs> I still, you know, I enjoy my pop music. Miley Cyrus. Did you listen to her new album? Came out last week. I I know the single. I haven't yes. listened to the album. Great song. I downloaded the album. I haven't listened to it yet. Now, that's, Flowers is forget about it. That song is on the radio all day. Every day. It's just, oh yeah, it's the banger. Yes, it's it's up there. It's gonna it's gonna be in her top three songs probably. Like it's so popular. So this is what's keeping fucking Jake Millman from getting seven out of ten songs on the Jake Millman. <laughs> Yes, it is. That Miley's ruining everything. <laughs> what was the guy's name? Morgan Walla. <laughs> Jake Bill. <laughs> You're close, bro. You're right there. <laughs> I knew there was an M somewhere. Listen, it sounds like some country guy. You know, I don't it's all right. I <laughs> I got it. <laughs> And the thing is, whenever I hear the name Jake, I think of Jake from Melrose Place, and I feel like he could have had a round as a country guy. Jake from Melrose Place. Jake was fucking cool. Is that streaming anywhere? Is that one of those shows you pop on when you need something to watch? This time, it was on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it still is. It's been a while. But for a long time, it was available on Amazon Prime. So funny. Such a good show. There's this show, I think it's on Amazon Prime, right? I was on, I don't know, like IMDb or something, and an ad came up with a, like a trailer that played. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. It was a Spanish show about El Premio Mayor? I don't know. Maybe. What, about what? It's, it's about drugs. Like the, okay. It's like a family of drug people, right? Or El and Drugs, right? El Druggles. <laughs> so, uh, and so, like, they, they sell drugs, whatever they do. But it's about the daughter, something about the daughter. Mm. And she's into 80s music, right? Like, that's why I clicked on it because it said something about 
and she has to to settle something in her own style. And the trailer had her putting on headphones and like 80s music was playing. So I was like, oh, maybe this is something we could watch. I could have sworn it was on Amazon. I'm looking for this thing. I can't find it. It's like I fucking dreamt it, bro. <laughs> like that Sinbad like, movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kazam, bro. Like, I don't know. So, if passages, if, if you know what I'm talking about, a Spanish show, something about the 80s. <laughs> I, I think it's a new show. I don't know. Maybe I dreamt it. I could, you know. Yo, not for know. nothing. I could have sworn Sinbad was a genie at some point. <laughs> See, we were. This was a Sinbad house. Me and my mother, who Sinbad, Sinbad people, huh? The Sinbad stand-ups. We never laughed harder in our lives when he joked about sucking the McDonald's milkshake out of that straw and popping the vein. <laughs> nothing was funny in our lives, bro. We fucking <laughs> loved it. Okay, we were like, oh my god, those fucking milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, we were aside, but we it was the best. So we love Sinbad, but this genie. When I heard of this genie thing, I was like, "What?" I never. I was never. I was like, "What?" Sinbad was it a genie movie? I had no clue. I love this shit that people remember. A fucking like, Sinbad. I could have like what I've been like. I yeah, it. it makes sense. I I I probably saw Sinbad as a genie at some point. You say that I go, yeah, I could see him doing that a hundred percent. But <laughs> so funny, Sinbad. I hope he's doing uh, well. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> I think he came out a couple years ago. Like, hey, I'm I'm doing all right. Everybody. Hey, it's me, Sinbad. Remember me, bro? <laughs> but <laughs> it's been a while, so I don't know if he's still doing all right. <laughs> well, Sinbad, if you're listening. You got us on your side, pal. We love you, bro. We love you, Sinbad. <laughs> but you know what we didn't love this week, Gomez? I don't know. What didn't we love? Well, it's something I haven't loved for years, but you're going to try right now, aren't you? I don't know. What? What, what? what could you be talking about? Could you be talking about some Peeps Pepsi? Mm. Now... I had this a few years ago when it was a giveaway through Twitter. I won. They sent me some Peeps Pepsi. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, I think that's the best review I could give. Why are so many people after this soda right now? I see it all the time. Everyone I know wants to have this soda. What's the deal with people wanting Peeps soda? Because not everyone is a very important social media influencer that was able to secure. I won some. a contest. It's not like they just said, hey, shoes like soda. Let's send it to He you. likes to try shit. Let him try. <laughs> but it wasn't a thing that you could get. So if they bring it back in a couple of years and people don't like it, they're going to be like, fuck that peep soda. But now I got to try it, bro. I was so sad. But like, why won't you just take my word for it? Because to me, this sounds like something I would like. Because one, I love peeps, right? And then two. Oh, you're the one. I love peeps. So, but also to me, it's like, well, a peep is a marshmallow, vanilla. It's probably like a vanilla Pepsi in my head. You know, that's that's in my head what I'm thinking. It's like a vanilla Pepsi. We'll find so, out. Crack that open, fire one up, and let's get extreme. Mm, I smell it. Yeah, you got to do the the wafting. They call it wafting, where you like wave it to your nostrils. Mister Sheldon taught me that. I do it for all my coffee creamers. Young Sheldon? No, Mr. Sheldon. Oh, Mr. Sheldon. 
That young Sheldon, he'd be teaching me a lot about life. Fuck He's him. crazy, that kid. Mr. Sheldon was the real legit chemistry teacher in sophomore year. I would have failed the Regents without Mr. Sheldon. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Sheldon. Thank yes. you very much. Can't Mr. be fair Sheldon, those reasons. If, Mr. Sheldon, if you're listening, say what's up to Sinbad for us. Gomez taking a big swig on here. Let's go. Yep, that's right. Get a good amount. Making a face. Um, um, you got the bitter beer face right there. So I don't hate it, but I don't I don't really love it either. I don't really like, like it, it probably. Um it kind of has a peep taste. Like I get it. I get it, but mm, I don't think. Uh one more. Let me we gotta do Yo, oh, you always have to have a second one. Nah. It's not yeah. for me, bro. This ain't it, pal. Nah, this ain't it. I don't hate it, but I'm not gonna You look very unhappy drinking it. So Because I was excited for this. I was excited. I'm you like, never yes. you never listen to me. You never fucking listen to like when I told you not to watch Snake Eyes. Remember that? I told you not to watch Snake Eyes, and then you went and fucking did it and, and you wasted your life. Because I couldn't believe that it was so bad, bro. It was so fucking bad that movie. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Because the way you talked about it, it's just like I tell people, right? We told people don't watch Skin of Marine. We know lots of people who still watched it. After we told them and, it was the worst thing ever. And even uh John Delena listens to this show, longtime listener, said his wife loved it. One oh, of her favorite bro. movies. Bro, we need to have a talk, bro. What's going on we with your wife, bro? Talk. We need to have what do they call that when you have the the intervention? We need to have an intervention. <laughs> I know a good lawyer. I got you if you need it. We can't have this. Wow. Mrs. Delano, I don't know what's going on with you, but that is all. I, I'm 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 just gonna say it. You have horrible taste. <laughs> I mean bro, she's the first person we've heard. Loved it. And he posted on our page about it. He had to tell us. Bragging. Unbelievable. Bragging. Well, he didn't like it. So I appreciate that. There is some semblance of sanity in the household. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Fucking skin of a rank. Ugh, oh, so that was the worst movie we watched. But Gomez, we watched a couple movies this week, didn't we? We watched some things this week, yeah. yeah. What do you want to start with? See, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What did Joe like more? Maybe Joe didn't like any. Um, mm. I like. I like how you have to strategize this. I'm gonna say let's start with Creed. Okay, we'll that's where I Creed. would have started. Let's start with Creed three. Came out two weeks ago. We were in Disney, so we uh, checked it out this week. Uh, are you a fan of the Creed movies? We should start there, right? I have fun with them. Yeah, I have fun with them. Right? I, and I'm, I'm always, I've always been a Rocky guy. You love know, Rocky, except Rocky Five. I love Rocky. Even a bad Rocky has lots of goodness to it, bro. And there's so much good. I hear no bell. Come on, bro. Fucking classic. Come on. And oh. So now we're on our third Creed. And our third creed jumps directly to the plot of Rocky Five. I was like, bro, 
I guess we ain't making no more Creed movies that we already retiring, bro. What are we doing? Yep. <laughs> Wrap it up. It's like, what? I was not expecting. The, like, it's like the first things you hear. Oh, Adonis Creed, his retirement. One more fight. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, so I, I love, I think Creed 1 is fantastic. It's wonderful. Creed 2 was, it was good. Not great. It was a step moments, down, though. You know. So for this one, I was excited. Jonathan Majors, you know, he's been killing it lately. So I was excited. He's to having see a this. moment right now. He's having a big moment. So my expectations were high for this movie. Uh, did they hit them all? I wouldn't say they hit them all, but I think uh, I think there's enough good here, Joe. So I, I come into the movie. I don't, I don't know that I'm like super excited to watch it, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. I like Michael B. Jordan. I just saw Jonathan Majors in Ant Man, and he was great. Okay. So I'm watching this with Tessa Thompson, obviously. Yeah, we she's love, great. And obviously, we have this built up relationship with the characters, Adonis Creed. Now, right? We like yeah. him. That's why we're on a third movie about him. Yes. So we're doing okay here. I'm into it. Let's go. Let's go. And I think for the first two acts, we get a pretty good buildup. I like what they did. Jonathan Majors plays uh, Damon Anderson, who was Adonis Creed's, I guess, like older friend when they were kids. Got into a little trouble, a little mix-up. Had to yeah. spend a lot of time in jail. But before he went to jail, he was like a Golden Gloves boxing prodigy. And he was going to yeah. you know, go to the Olympics and go pro. And now he lost his shot. Once he gets out of jail, he hits up Creed because Creed's running the gym now. He's just training the next generation of champions, just like Rocky did in number five. <laughs> and, you know, he's still he's still a bad guy on the inside. And and I think what we get here is a lot of predictability, right? A lot, a lot of it's very they, yes. This is a they hit all the Rocky beats that you would hit in a Rocky movie. All the important things happen at right when you think they would happen. The dramatic stuff happens. Oh, they hit all the beats. So I, I can see that. Very predictable in that sense, yes. And also with this movie, the majority of the movie is spent building up the character of Dane. Sure. Adonis. We know Creed. You know, we, we know, know Creed, but he does take a back seat here. For a little bit. And then Dane takes a back seat for like 40 minutes in the middle of the movie. He you wins know, the belt and then it's kind of it turns into the, the Creed show for a little bit. And and this is where we get is once we get to the inevitable face-off match between Creed and Dame, it's just it didn't work for me at all. It I don't know if it was because it was so predictable, because we knew it had to end there, or because it just felt like Creed like just retired, he'd been retired five minutes. Yeah. And like he's already coming out, and oh, okay, we're just now we're throwing the Rocky training montage at you, and he's doing okay. Here we go. It didn't have that. Normally, all these fights, because of you know, we're making movies here, Chief, they all have that built up, like they pizzazz, that big fight feel. And when you get to it, you're like, oh man, like fucking get him, Rocky, get him, Apollo, get him, fucking Adonis. And with this, it was just like, okay. I get yeah, that. here you go. You the know, fight you, just happens. Yeah, and it's it's such a weird, you know, uh, dichotomy here because both Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors are fucking great. So good, and everything I complained about 
about Wakanda Forever is everything I get here, and that's star power. Oh. I have star power. Both these guys are fucking oozing charisma. Jonathan Majors, like we said, having a moment, right? Fucking kills it. Fucking brawlic as fuck coming out oh, of prison. Oh, fucking monster, bro. Insane. Like, I could wash my clothes on his fucking stomach. Like, it's insane, bro. You ain't never seen a better shit. body, bro. It's, it's just crazy. The, the Creed family life, you know, okay, fine. It is what it is. At the end of the day, this movie just didn't do a lot for me. And when we got to the end, we get to the inevitable finish. I just kind of felt like, you know what? I think I'm done with the Creed movies. Oh, that's sad to hear. I, I think I think we've said all we need to say about Adonis Creed. So one of the reasons I was excited for this movie is because uh, Michael B. Jordan directed it. Yes. So I was excited to see uh, what he brought to it. He mentioned in lots of interviews that he was going to bring uh, some anime-style fighting to the boxing matches and... He wanted to, every fight had a different kind of feel and different kind of vantage point, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was nice. Uh, the biggest swing is round 11 the in Dodger, the final yes. fight. It's in Dodger Stadium, and it's a normal fight until this one round where he gets a little crazy with it. Uh, it works for some people. It works for me because I it was so, it was interesting. It was something different. They took some, you know, regular fight and added all this, you know, the theatrics to it i don't want to give away exactly what happens but uh i was into that stuff did were you into that i hear people no, ain't really i yeah, didn't work for me uh it in fact it took a lot away because so much of it is the reaction that you get from the crowds that you hear from the announcers uh wwf legend todd grisham fucking todd grisham <laughs> god bless <laughs> Ooh, falling his shit upwards bro god bless <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it, it didn't it didn't lose me, but I was already uninterested in this match. Uh, the actual getting to the point, like you knew it was coming, and it was just so obvious and so predictable and just inevitable that it just got to the point where, like, once, like, just give me the fight, I guess, and let me get out of here. And sure. when you start doing different stuff with it, I was just like, not for me. I think. Uh... They build up their guys, and then they do just, like, get to the fight. It's like build up, build up. It's like, well, we're going to fight now, so let's fight. Um, So that sucks. Do you have a problem with no Sylvester Stallone in this movie? I didn't. I know a lot of people did. I did not. I feel like after in the last movie where Rocky kind of reconciles with his son, like, that's that's enough. We've, you know what? We've given Rocky his kind of happy ending, and now he can just go off and retire i agree but they do something in the middle of the movie with a character right there's some some you know some drama there's some sorrow in the movie right i feel like rocky should have been there for that part at least you know what i mean yeah i mean mean, we've talked enough about spoilers and people who listen to us know we always speak spoilers so they they kill mrs creed yeah and yeah, I, I guess feel Rocky would have been there for that. He would have, yes. I don't I need him. There. I don't need him in this corner, shit like that. But I just feel if she's gonna die, I feel like Rocky should be there for that. That's it. But again, you know, it's not like oh my god, you know, because I do like that. It's you know, this is the Creed story. It's, it's yes. about Creed now. 
You don't need Rocky in all seven of these movies. Um, I saw something that he's working on a deal with Amazon to do like a Creed universe or some bullshit. Uh, do like I think he wants to do like an anime series with it, so like a cartoon that would mm-hmm. be cool, and uh, maybe something with this this little girl that they're hinting at, you know, to keep the series moving. He has a little daughter who's very into boxing. Amara, Amara Creed. So uh, you know that's something they could do, but sadly Joe says he's not with it. He's uh, look if they put out something else, am I gonna watch it? Sure, yeah, um, maybe not. But am, am I looking forward to it? No. I, I I really think we've done all we need to do with these characters. I agree. It's a send-off. It could definitely... If there was not another Creed movie, I could definitely... This is a good ending for it, for the story. Yeah. It wraps up, you know. Maybe in a couple years, you want to tell another story when he's actually older, when he actually looks like an older man. Like, can yeah. we wait 15 years, Michael, to come back to the character? When you're I little... love when they go, when he begins, like, his training montage, and they're like, oh, but you're you're older now. And you're... Meanwhile, the guy's, like, 33, fucking jacked. Never looked like, better. Yeah. <laughs> they got him in, like, a big suit to try to hide the body. Like, he ain't so fucking ripped, bro. It's not like in Rocky Balboa, where he comes out to you know, get belly, some stuff right? out of the basement, you know? Like... <laughs> And I understand boxing is a young man's game, so 33 is, is old in boxing sure. or whatever. You know, however old uh, the character of Adonis Creed is, but it's just like, come on. So funny. Oh, let me hit some music here. Yeah, let's do it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? All right, Joe. The first movie we're reviewing today, Creed Three. Where does this fall on your main man standards? Like I said, it's it's enjoyable enough because we do have this connection to the characters, and Jonathan Majors does add a lot to the story and, and has a nice, very, very good performance. Uh, but as a whole, it just doesn't connect for me. Uh, there's, there's a lot missing here. Way too predictable. Paint by numbers, and I felt like the buildup and the final fight just didn't have that kind of suspense or didn't didn't feel like it was built up enough kind of felt rushed through that whole third act um and uh just it didn't land so for that i'm gonna go double and a half main man two and a half stars Mm, yeah i liked it a little more than you It's it's a three for me i enjoyed the movie i enjoyed the fight scenes i thought the acting was fantastic Great performances, like I said last week. Uh, I can't wait to keep watching Jonathan Majors for the next, you know, 20 years because uh, he's great. He's got a movie coming out this year that's got mad buzz where he plays like a, a bodybuilder. A professor. That's also why he's so swole because he did that, and that's supposed to be a great movie too. So, um, well, I mean, uh, he's, I can't wait. he's gonna be the guy that's just in everything for the next probably three years, right? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. That's why I'm interested to see, because he's, you know, he's an interesting cat. So I'm interested to see, like, uh, what he's doing. Like, he ain't always going to do Marvel. Like, what kind of yeah, witch yeah. he's going to start doing, you know? So, all right. So that was our first movie. Not so bad. We also went to the movies to see the big movie this week. Number one in the box office. Yeah. Highest weekend ever for Scream. Oh, my goodness. What a weekend. Scream six, folks. It's Ghostface takes Manhattan. Oh, does baby. he? 
Or did they just ride a subway at one point? They just moved it to a city from a little town to a city yeah. that just and, happens and, uh, to be New York. And they happened to film a scene in a bodega so they could justify yes. it as being New York. Bodega and the subway, you know. Oh, so we got Scream 6, right? Part what? 6. Who, who would have thought? Not me, bro. Crazy. And, you know, and to think that we're almost 30 years removed from the original Scream is just bonkers. That's scary to think about, bro. You're killing me. <laughs> so IMDB description on this one. You ready? Oh, what's this? Let's hear it. The survivors of the ghost face killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Okay. New York City has been the focal point of all the marketing on this, all the hype, and now the descriptions we're seeing. And not that it necessarily needs to be a character in this film, but it is definitely not a component of this film. No, like I said, they just took it from a small town to a big city, even with a movie that people shit on in Jason Takes Manhattan because of the lack of the city. There's at least a Times Square scene. You know, he, he fucks something up in Times Square. Here, literally, the subway, which, I mean, it's not like no one else don't got subways, but, you know, that, that's basically what you would know it's New York, right? People got bodegas. Come on. Eh. Eh, no, there's no bodegas. I think they really lost the realism when they didn't have a cat in the bodega. <laughs> the cat ran away quick. Oh, cat, knows, cat knows something's up. <laughs> uh, so we got our sisters back, Sam and Tara, played by Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega, who herself having a moment right now, right? Jenny Ortega definitely having a moment. You know, oh, yeah. and, and they're back teamed up with the brother-sister combo of Mindy and Chad living in New York, living it up. And all of a sudden, guess what? Ghostface is back, oh not staying God. away, because there's all this internet buzz that Sam was the evil genius behind the Ghostface killings and convinced yep. Richie, her ex-boyfriend, to commit them on her behalf. Because, you know, her as the uh, Sam, as the daughter of original Ghostface Billy Loomis, is still keeping his, uh, you know... Mantle alive, I suppose. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So this uh, picks up right, you know, pretty much after Scream Five. It's like a year later or some nonsense. They're uh, now in college, taking uh, a chapter out of Scream Two, right? Well, let's, that's what let's Scream Two is about. Tara is in college, and Sam is just this overbearing Stalker, older yes. sister <laughs> that refuses to leave her. You know, let her sister live a little bit. Like you gotta let the baby girl breathe, you know. Get out Bobby, there. It's not understandable. You you almost just murdered a few months ago. Like it's not like she's just protective because no, you no one's good enough for you. No, bro, you almost got killed. I get it a little. Ah, uh, this movie, man. <laughs> now remember, folks. I told Joseph he didn't have to see this movie because he did not really like the last scream. And if this is a continuation, I figure. It's going so, to continue uh, let's the downward spiral. First off, Scream has this reputation for having banger opening scenes. Sure, yeah. And I think that continues it's with great. this film. I think the opening scene in this film is actually pretty fucking good, pretty pretty gory. I think throughout this movie, we see a, a little uptick in the amount of gore that we are used to in a Scream film. Right? They, they had to up it a notch. It is part six, after all, so they got to... To, you know, step up the ladder a, a rung or two. At the end of the day, I just find all these characters 
completely uninteresting. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Completely uninteresting. Terrible okay. characters. Fucking like the girl Tara, right? She's like literally just the, the little sister who's always in danger. And and everybody else, all the side characters might as well have fucking rubber stamps on their forehead that say victim, 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 killer. I mean, that's what a horror, that's what slasher movies are. Bro. But they then they then they you know, we pause the movie for a half hour in between so everybody could get in a fucking drum circle and we could talk about how horror movies are made. That way we can all, oh well, this is how we get out of it. And then, oh, it's going to be the, the wildly unexpected guy at the end. And it's just, this movie's not good. Joe is upset that Scream is doing Scream things. This is why I told you not to watch the movie. It's being a Scream movie. That's what Scream movies do. Suck. They You're right. They suck. No, they don't. Scream movies don't suck. Uh, but see, you, so here. Uh, I didn't really like the movie either. Let me just what? say that. But just, but see, it's always the way you go about things is makes me crazy. Just say the movie stinks without all the extra stuff. The characters are the least of the problem of the screen movie here. Uh, so I was told we're gonna be bigger, badder, bro. Like two fucking people die in this movie. I'm not like think about it. The opening has two kills. Okay, and then. Uh, the girlfriend, right? The lesbian girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Who else dies in the movie? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of false finishes. So what I'm saying is I was led to believe that this is bigger and better. It ain't. Also, one of my complaints. See, I, I enjoy, like, walking out the movie. It's like, all right, that was fine. I thought I would like it more. But then I think about it, and now I'm starting to not like the movie. Um, so, <laughs> so this guy, Ghostface, bro. Um, can we get a new weapon? Because this knife you got, all it does is stab people 47 times and they fucking live. Nobody sells for Bro, shit. It's ridiculous. At the end, the killer's revealed. She stabs this dude so many times that he's just like, oh, I'm stabbed on the floor. I knocked my shit out because I'm moving because I'm angry now. I'm getting angry. Fucking, I just don't understand. It made me crazy. They do false finishes for things that don't need to happen. You know who needs to die? Gail Weathers. Why is she still alive? What are we doing? I don't understand. Why are we false finishing that? There's no reason to keep her alive. This is why we have these new characters. So, and and this is why, like, I didn't miss Sydney in this one. No, there was no need for, not for Sydney to be in this movie. So and it I'm, made I'm, sense. Yes, she don't need to come. She came last time. I get it. Because it was Dewey. When Dewey died, I get it. You got to come. I understand that. But she ain't need to come. Exactly what she was supposed to do. Fuck you. I ain't coming to New York, bro. You deal with that shit. So, Gail Weathers, why are we keeping her around? For what? And she got stabbed, too. It's not like she didn't get fucking stabbed. She got we stabbed got up. And people got shot. People got shot, too. And nothing happens. The fucking the twin, the boy twin, he got fucking double team jigged up. Holding his hands, blah, 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 blah. it was awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm motherfucking like, I'm like, he's what got a are pulse. He's got a pulse. <laughs> How about the fact? And this one really fucked with me. I was so pissed when we finally get the reveal on who the killers are, the team behind the killers. Number one, I hate that we, I hate that after all this time, 
we're still the killers are still people who love the movie so much that they want to make their own movie like at some point you would think that society would put like hey guys Ghostface is a real thing. Maybe don't dress up as him to go to the fucking Halloween parade. It's kind of fucked up. Like, you don't see people dressing as the fucking Unabomber, do you? Jerk-offs do every once in a while, but no, it's not a regular thing. They mention that in the movie. They say after after Stab 3, the movies were not allowed to be based on true stories because they didn't want any copycats. It's, you think they would do that in real life too? Oh my god! But they <laughs> they finally reveal the killer, and it's the the cop and his two kids who we didn't one one was supposed to be dead already, right? The girl was supposed to be dead. Oh, I I got there first and switched out the body on a fucking murder scene with fucking cops everywhere. You switched out the body. You just carry an extra fucking body with you when you show up to a crime scene. It's one thing I get it. He would be able to probably go in there, be alone, right? Because it's his daughter. They'll give him some time. But what would she just carry a body with? You just walked in with a book bag of body parts. Like I don't even understand, (laughs) bro. So I'm telling you. I the reveal, it, the reveal to me, is fucking horrible. Now, I don't, I don't, nece- I didn't necessarily have an idea of like who was going to be the sure. killer. I figured it's got, it's obviously got to be someone in this group, right? Yes. But when it is who it is, it's just like, but really, them? Look, yeah, th- these are the people I didn't want it to be because I genuinely didn't care. I agree. They always, you know, the explanations aren't always the best, uh, you know, but uh, I get it. My problem with it is more how you don't know that these people are related. Like, we, how we don't know that your boyfriend, you never, like, what? Like, I don't understand. You didn't Her know fiance about your or boyfriend. whatever, and now this is his brother, Brothers, half brother, dad? sister, what? and dad, like... It's kind of weird. I don't know how that works. I, maybe she explained something. I missed it or something. But uh, but he changed their names and stuff. That way. Oh, yeah. You know. That way they could uh, circumvent the uh, dormitory sure. the housing dorm rules or yes. whatever. So <sighs> a lot of stupidity. I, I will say I like the idea of that Scream Museum. Not because I think it makes for a good set. Because it's something I would genuinely like to see. So they did this in L.A. They had that up for real, and uh, people got to do it. I saw stuff on Instagram and stuff. It was like the same kind of thing. You saw the bodies, the TV, the phone. Like To me, that's cool because now we're talking, like I said, 30 years of screen just about. Six movies of shit. There's a lot of shit. It would be kind of cool to see all that collected in one place. I'm not necessarily a big museum guy, but... I'm a pop culture guy for sure, so it's my kind of museum. I like a museum where I could just walk in, you know, 20 minutes, look at everything, let's go. Yeah, I'm, cool not, I'm not one of these that's got to oh, sit there cool. and stare that's and, cool. and wonder yeah. about life. I, I, I've, you know, to me, the best art I've ever seen is like fucking He-Man cartoons. Fucking Magistrate Joe Shoes. Is that's... <laughs> I've never seen nothing better. <laughs> Preaching to the choir there, Chief. <laughs> I'm gonna hit some music for this movie. Main man, a man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you are my man? Are you are my? Scream six, bro. 
main man standards. What's that number going to so, be? I genuinely don't remember what I gave Scream 5. And I think... I think two, probably. I uh, Probably a lot lower than that. You think lower? One and another. So I feel like I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Because sure. it... But it's just, like you said, oh, it's being a Scream movie. I... Look, if that's being a screen movie, then it's time to shake things up because being a screen movie is not not cutting it. You can't pause the movie for 30 minutes in every fucking movie and tell me how to make a fucking horror movie. Like, just don't. Stop it. It's not. Gotta do the like, rules. Gotta do the rules, bro. Come on. Like, and the fucking, like, I, I hate these characters. I hate the, the, the fucking oh, twins. The, I, the, the twins and the sisters, like, it just, no. I'm sorry. Not happening. Not working. Uh, and the third act just fucking terrible. Uh, it's a terrible third act. There were points of this where I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool looking. Um, I like the idea of like having a crawl on that ladder when the bridge from yeah, apartment cool. to apartment when Ghostface yeah, cool was in scene. the house. Cool looking scene yeah. and very agile fucking ghost faces. Always. They look like fucking. I, I don't understand where all these fucking Olympic qualifying athletes all decide to become ghost face all of a sudden. But my God, is their conditioning top notch? Uh, I, at some point, I thought Kirby was going to be the the fucking ghost face. Uh, kind of would have been, I guess, obvious. Yeah. But uh, it would have been better than the fucking dad. fucking the dad and the twins trying to get revenge for their fucking douchebag fucking other son. Uh, it's just not a good movie. I'm glad Gomez doesn't like it. I'm sure he liked it more than me still. But I I walked out of this theater going, my God, this fucking sucked. Uh, one and a half main men. Single and a half star. So I hear from people that do even like the movie that say uh, the third act. They have problems with the third act. So that is a thing that even people who enjoy it, it does fall apart there. Um, so I don't hate it as much as you. But um, I was going in with high expectations, thinking, oh, this is going to be good because I really enjoyed Scream 5. I love all the Scream movies. Uh, I mean, I say love. I like all the Scream movies. I think all the Scream movies are good. Uh, they're just different levels of good. There's, oh, my God. And then, you know, there's, like, number three, which isn't very good. But there's a lot of goodness to it, which is kind of like how this one is. There's a lot of good happening. Uh you mentioned the ladder scene. That's a great scene. The subway scene. It's a lot of fun. It's good. The you subway know? scene. I see a lot of people talking about this, about how much they enjoy the subway scene. And I, I, I kind of don't get it. Like, you're going to tell me, I understand everyone kind of minds their own business. I believe me, I've been on plenty of subways. You're going to tell me that absolutely nobody notices a fucking girl getting slumped over and fucking bleeding out as she's fucking sitting on this. Uh, it's Halloween, baby. It's Halloween, <laughs> so I get it. Please, people be paying no mind. People be shitting in the corner. And, and not like, only whatever. that, but like going back to what you said before about nobody selling anything. This girl gets fucking all jigged up on the subway and then comes out like Spirit of '76 style, running to the fucking theater, the museum, because she <laughs> she does say, she does say they gave me a lot of drugs. I'm on a lot of drugs right now. She does say that, but yes, she does have a little too much pep in her step for someone who just got stabbed. Uh, I'm gonna go two and a half, maybe two on a rewatch. I will rewatch it soon to see, but uh, 
you know, it's it's towards the bottom of my scream list there, you know. Three in the three in this one are fighting for last place. And it's a little bit surprising because I think all the hype going into this was that this was a really good scream movie. A lot of people yes. talking great about it. And even I'll say this at my theater, you know how they wear the name tags, the the employees, it says my favorite movie is the woman who scanned my ticket, her favorite movie was Scream Six. Wow. And I I, I was like, number one, how did you get your name tag updated so quickly? <laughs> but I, I, I noticed it and I even brought it up to her. I said, Scream Six array, and she was over the moon about it. But wow, we ended up speaking. We ended yeah. up speaking for a couple minutes, and she was just, oh she, I just love the way it brought me back to the old Scream movies. And I was just like whoa like okay cool and then i went and did not have the same theater experience that's a shame bro oh my goodness so those are the two movies we watched this week but we watched something else joe didn't we yeah this was kind of unexpected i kind of jumped on this in the middle of the week we've mentioned it but we haven't really spoken about it but it's obviously the talk of the movie tv entertainment world right now outside of the oscars we're talking about the last of us on hbo now like i said i haven't really watched it the other night i was sitting around looking for something to do i said you know what let me start this show i didn't necessarily know the finale was this past weekend i just oh let me let me start this show i watched two episodes and i said to myself oh this is this is pretty enjoyable. Like I'm, I like it enough to keep watching, but early on I got a very obviously right. Walking dead vibe. Sure. I don't, I don't feel like that's an out of place assessment to say that. No. Do you No, It's a zombie ish show about the apocalypse and the time. So yeah, I get it. Disordered towns, you know, looking but, for but, stuff, but early walking dead was fucking awesome. Sure. So that's not necessarily bad. It's just this doesn't feel as new because of it. Yeah. You know, Walking Dead felt like something we hadn't seen before. It felt like it, you know, kind of started the genre. So here we are. I end up the next night, a couple more episodes. The night after that, a couple more episodes. All of a sudden, I realized the finales happened and I got to watch it now. So I'm all caught up. Gomez is all caught up. You were on this before me. I don't remember if we spoke about this, but did you ever play this game before? So I played it a little. Like I uh, I either rented it from Redbox or my little brother had it for his PlayStation. So I got a few hours in. I got it about halfway in. So there was some stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that, doing that, stuff like that. But uh, I never finished it. I never looked to see how it ended. Uh, Last of Us 2 came out, and I heard, like, craziness about it. But I was like, ah. for some reason, I never looked to see what that craziness was. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally fresh, pretty much, for this uh, experience. Yeah, for me, just not my type of games. Too much thinking, too much yes. following along. I, it's something I would never play. Yeah. So I'm going into this knowing absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. So what, what early on, what are your impressions? Did you did you feel that Walking Dead vibe, or is that just a me thing? I'm sure I'm not the only one who's saying this. It's not like I'm a fucking genius, but no, I get it because it's how could you not compare it? It's you know, it's a zombie show, even though they yeah. you know it's it, you know they try not to be a zombie, but you know there's some zombie stuff in there. So of course I get that. Um, the first episode is great. It's like a double episode. It's like an hour and forty. Uh, they did a great job setting that up. I remembered that. 
from playing the game. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay, yeah, I remember. It starts it starts crazy with the shit happening. That's how the game starts, where you're trying to get away. You don't know what's happening. It's just like, come on, baby girl, we got to go. And you're, like, driving the truck all around town. So that was cool to see. Um, so I was into it. Uh, the third episode is the episode everyone's been talking about, right, from, uh, from the start. Everyone said... Before it came out, episode three is going to be wow. Everyone's going to fall in line. Watch this. So episode three was a big deal. So episode three, that's Bill and Frank, right? That's the Bill and Frank episode, yes. Okay. Now, I watched this episode. Now, I don't know what was so... I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I, I thought it was... It was a self-contained episode, and they do this a couple times within this yes, series. They do. Nine, nine episodes total, yeah. and a couple of them were these self-contained episodes where we have... These different character perspectives, and we're getting a lot of backstory on yeah. our real main characters who were playing lesser roles throughout the majority of the episode, though. Yeah. And this episode in particular, Bill and Frank, these two guys who end up kind of living together, married together, spending years together during this whole outbreak, uh, and they just live their lives. And it's actually a very sweet story. But when it was over, because I do remember the hype about it, I was kind of lost as to why it was so hyped. Not that I don't think it was bad or good or anything. Like, just what was all the hullabaloo about Gomez? Because it was such a beautiful episode, you know, okay. so about love and stuff like that. Uh, and also because it's uh, about two gay people. So people really champion that this zombie show snuck in this gay romance you know, a whole episode about two men falling in love and living out their days at the end of the world here and uh, that it was beautifully done. They didn't, you know, it was just like, hey, here's a story. Enjoy it. You know, no hype or nothing. Just oh, they just okay. threw it in the middle of the thing, how it's like that kind of and everyone just loved like, oh, my God, such a sweet, you know, oh, it, that's it such it a nice. Was. Uh, even I texted a friend afterwards who has been on me to start watching the show. And once I finished that episode, I said, Got a little dusty in here. I just, yeah. uh, I really enjoyed the ballad of Bill and Frank. Yes. I thought, it was, just... you know, it was a very good episode and it did give us a lot of setup for what was to come in the future. Yeah. So this is, a, that's also the first episode where they do that because it's not like that in the game, obviously. It's just you, you play mostly as Joel. Once in a while, you switch over to Ellie. Um, but for the most part, you're Joel. So, you don't really get backstory like this. So that's also a thing where it's like, oh, look at this. We're going to deviate from the, the game here because mm -hmm. the game is very popular. It's one of the most popular PlayStation games. Yeah. So there's a lot of people online. Oh, what are they doing changing this? You know, it's one of those shows. Yeah. What? Why is this not exactly the same? <laughs> I will say, though, I was happy to hear that even after a show about two two men falling in love, the ratings did not fall. They continued to to rise every week. I was yeah, even that, that would, the uh, finale aired during the Oscars and set a record. Apparently, it was the highest. Yeah, it was uh, just as high as the premiere, and I believe in total viewers, uh, it's up there with uh, Game of Thrones, uh, House of Dragons. Oh, wow. So it's pretty popular. The shows. Yeah going to be a bigger budget it's going to be probably their their main thing coming up in the next year or so secession is ending you know house of dragons is not coming back for a while so we're going to be seeing a lot of last of us content yeah um i will say so by episode three 
I thought the first two episodes were good. I enjoyed them. Episode three, I was like, oh, I oh. can't wait for the next one. Yeah, like, oh, this is cool. It was a, a nice kind of step out from the regular zombie world. And and with this show, so number one, they're not called zombies. They're called clickers in this show. Yes, they're not really supposed to be zombies, technically. Um, But with this, it's not necessarily the clickers or the infected it is. it's, it's not a zombie it's a zombie show but it's not really a zombie yeah it's they more, just happen to be there you have to worry about the people who want to steal your shit who aren't infected so yeah. basically the overriding theme of this show is that humanity fucking sucks people equal shit bro yeah <laughs> that's what it means um but as the show went on i First of all, I think it's wonderfully casted. I think the, the people great in the show are, are phenomenal and all do a great job. And I continue to care more. As each episode went by, I cared more and had more of an investment in each character and their happiness and being able to avoid these uh, sticky situations in a lot of places. Uh, so when we get to the final two episodes, episode eight, by the way. Craziness. Absolutely. So good. As a singular episode of television, I don't know how it works like kind of on its own without the built-up sure. investment you have. But for if you take the season as a whole and pinpoint like episode eight to me is just an absolutely tremendous, tremendous episode of television. A complete roller coaster of emotions and what's happening. Just absolutely phenomenal. My favorite episode in the season. And and I like a lot of episodes. I think, uh, you know, episode to episode, this has got to be one of the best, you know, debut seasons of a show. Like, this is just the quality. You know, even with uh, House of the Dragon, you know, there's a lot of people talking shit like, oh, is this, is this as good as this? Is this as good? But with Last of Us, everyone's just like, oh, this episode's even better. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. So I I think as time goes on, we're going to be like, yo, Last of Us season one, bro, that was a fucking banger. This show is is brought it from the start. Um, And that brings us to the finale. So let's get to the finale. Shorter episode, right? Barely 40 minutes. And yeah. whereas you like you said, the first episode is basically a double episode, about an hour and a half, and for the most part, the rest of the episodes are around an hour. 15, yeah. The the finale is a little bit shorter, very violent. Packs a punch, bro. It's a lot in that short time. And it's pretty crazy. After everything they've been through, our main characters, Joel and Ellie, we've gotten to this point where there is a possibility they are able to save the world because ellie is immune from this disease from the cordyceps fungus but to investigate that they would need to kill ellie and remove her brain to check it yeah. because the fungus takes root in the, brain. in the brain yeah um and before they go in to this hospital where these Rebels, I guess, or I, I don't know what you want to call them. The fireflies. Yeah, the resistance. The re- basically. <laughs> where these people have taken up kind of refuge. Yeah. Um, Joel gives Ellie the choice. He's like, we don't have to go there. We could go back to Wyoming yeah. and just, let's, let's just chill. live with my brother and, and live over. And she's like, no, we've come too far. We have to complete this. We get to the, the hospital. Joel, who had been knocked out, finally comes to. Finds out what this procedure is. 
Ellie was not told of the type of procedure it was, but she knows what she's there for and doesn't realize it's necessarily in the brain or not. And she wasn't told. So they're about to put her under. And Joel kind of makes the executive decision that now that they've had this built up relationship, he had lost his daughter 20 years before at the beginning of this epidemic. And now Ellie has become like a new reason for him to live. He spent all these years just existing And now he's found a reason to want to live. And it's because he has come to love this little girl that he's been traipsing around the country with and going through all these horrible situations. And he makes the decision that he's got to save her. And he goes into fucking insane mode. Fucking John Wick, bro. Fucking cannot be feel (laughs) fears. No man feels no pain. Just walks through everyone. And it's probably the most video gamey scene. Sure. Yeah. Um, because it almost feels like you're in like the first person shooter at that point. Yeah, like where a he's third, just yeah, third behind walking through the hospital, just picking off people in cold blood. Like let's not like it's not like Joel is a hero here. No. He's a fucking cold blooded murdering son of a bitch. Yes, he is. He did that for him. He knows what Ellie's choice would have been. Yes. She told him before. She would have just went, she would have went home. You know, and now we're in between these two characters, between Joel and Marlene, who runs the Fireflies and who has kind of raised Ellie because her best friend was Ellie's mom, who was bitten as as she was giving birth to Ellie, which is why Ellie has this immunity, they think, because the umbilical cord was cut before that she could get a full dose of the. Cordyceps fungus, you know, flowing through her her body. <laughs> so Marlene has a relationship with Ellie as well. She's kind of taken away her choice from not really informing her the extent of the surgery, but Joel has made the choice to uh, have make sure she doesn't go through with the procedure and goes and kills everyone and eventually kills Marlene as well because he knows that if she lives, she's going to continue coming after them. Of course, why wouldn't she? That's the cure right there. Could be the cure. So basically the question at the end becomes, is there a good guy in this in this show? No, because based I mean they've told you from the start, you know, we do what we have to do to live. You know, we were good sometimes, we were bad sometimes. We do what we gotta do to live. And right there, uh, Joel did it. I mean, he didn't need to live, he did it because he wanted to, because he couldn't yes. let go of this girl. Uh, he lies to her at the end, right? She asks, oh, what happened? (laughs) And he says, oh, we were uh, ransacked by raiders. Raiders came. They killed a bunch of people. And it turns out you weren't the only kid with immunity anyway. There's dozens of you, but they couldn't figure anything out. Yeah, they're not going to do that no more. (laughs) It's like the worst lie. (laughs) You know, we're we're back to square one, I guess. Just Just say it didn't work out. He's like, nah, they're not even going to look for a cure no more. They've given up. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the word that is consistently used in this show, uh, you just said it yourself, cure. So when you say a cure, you don't say like a vaccine, you know, like a vaccine protects you from future infection hopefully but they continue to use the word cure and that makes me think that what they think they would be able to build with this uh like if they're able to discover the secret behind the cordyceps 
is something that can actually re- reverse the process yeah. on people who are infected because they keep going. What it. they think it. And I've seen the X Men, so I know what the cure does. They keep saying that. I'm like, every time they do it, I go, what exactly do they think they're gonna do here? Is it gonna? I mean, maybe it is just a vaccine that would, if you get bit, you know, you don't turn into. But like she also said. It doesn't mean they can't rip you apart. Like, it's just if you get a bite, but you still got to fight a guy off. He don't just try to bite you. He's trying to eat you. So, you know, I don't know if that vaccine is really that useful. Uh, I don't know. And then, like, I would think you would need to to build something where you could, like, like a duster, right? Where you could spread it across a large amount of area to maybe get rid of it, right? Like, something like that. Like, right now, you have no real governments, no processes, no, no infrastructure. No. At the rate they're going, where do you even produce such a thing in big enough quantities to be able to distribute it, right? Who says this doctor's even capable of doing any of this, right? Exactly. They probably found a doctor who's like, you're a doctor? Okay. So, oh, I'm a podiatrist. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> but let, let's, let's say hypothetically, the doctor is able to do it and does it. He creates this vaccine cure. Like, you are talking... God knows how many years to mass produce it. To you're able to get this around the globe, you know? How do you even get it around the right? Like it, this so scattered. You don't know where people are. People yeah. are hiding everywhere. It's true. I don't know. Well, don't worry. They're not looking for the cure no more. So don't worry. We don't gotta worry about that season. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it ends the show ends on a downer. And yeah. honestly, I kind of liked it. Um oh, I, I like that ends so, like that, yeah. It wasn't the traditional, oh, and everybody goes home happy. No. Um, it That's is apparently true. the ending from the game is yes, what I this read is this all, morning. This is all from game one. This is all the first game. So you don't get uh, in the game, apparently. You do not get the choice to have no, Ellie go through with the third murder everybody. <laughs> you play as Joel. You have to go murder everyone and, and rescue yes. her and, and take her choice out away. Yes. Um, I see a lot of people complaining about this, though, because they, they do. Yes. And I, I like it because it's different. I like I like not always getting the happy ending. I don't know if that's just it. me wanting something different. You know, like I just complained Creed was too predictable. So maybe that's just I like the difference. Not, you know, I, I say this all the time. You know, life's not fair. Goliath sometimes Goliath kicks the shit out of David. And this is one of those situations where Ellie knows, knows full well that Joel is lying to her about what transpired at the hospital. Yes. But it's one of those situations where what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do? She's gonna leave on her own. Where's she going? You figure everyone's dead, right? Without even knowing. You just figure, well, Marlene's definitely dead. I don't know nobody else. What you know? Yeah. Plus, anyone that finds her, they're gonna kill her because she's, you know, she beeps because she's infected technically. And so. now she, like, who the fuck is gonna buy that she's immune? Yep. So that's what it is. I know in uh, the second game, the only thing I know about the second game is uh, it's like a time jump. Ellie's a little older. I don't okay. know how much older. I don't know if she's fucking 40, 25. I just know she's not. 14, 15. Anyway. So the one thing I thought was cool that I read after the fact, obviously I didn't know this going in, is the actress in the show who plays Ellie's mom is Ashley Johnson, who I think is best known as Chrissy from Growing Pains. The and... waitress from Avengers. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Chrissy from Growing Pains. 
uh, she actually does the voice of Ellie in the game. Yes. So that was kind of cool. It's very cool to do that. Yes. That's also not in the game. Like you don't get none of that backstory. Yeah. Of her giving birth or nothing. Like it now, just... Did you watch the little? I guess I'll call it a featurette at the end of every episode. I don't. I usually just skip ahead. Uh, so it's it depends on the show. This show I never did it. So with this show, uh, it was recommended to me to stick around. Normally the timer keeps going and I just let it play into the next episode. But I was told to stick around. They'll do like it's like a five minute thing after they, yeah, they show do it for like, Game of Thrones. Yeah, after they do the whole next week on The Last of Us. You get about five minutes on like what went into the episode and yeah. some of the talk about the, two or three points, the artistic choices they made in in doing the episode. I found it very interesting. It is like I said, so, they do it for Game of Thrones, and they'll be like, "All oh, right," they'll explain something like, "Oh, okay, I get it. It's cool. It is a cool feature." Yeah. So, uh, you know what, Gomez? Let's hit some music. Oh, okay. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you? Oh my gosh! Music day here on the podcast. Well, we I don't. Love it. We don't normally hit the music for a TV show, but we save this for the main event, and we love this music. <laughs> Last of Us season one, Joe. Main man standards. What's up, man? I. Genuinely didn't know what to expect coming in because whenever I see a show get very popular and I'm not in on the ground floor like I was not with this one, um, I'm usually a little disappointed. And I think sure. people have overhyped it. With this one, I knew people were talking about it, but I didn't really know anything about what they were talking about. So I kind of yeah. walked a fine line there in between knowing enough to know that it's popular, but not knowing anything about the actual show. So even with that, I felt like I was getting to experience the show for myself and not secondhand, which ended up being really good. I absolutely really enjoyed this season. I thought it was a really good season of television, even getting past the early assumption that it was just another walking dead. Yeah. I did find myself caring a lot about these characters and the characters that they meet on the side. There is uh, the guy, what's his name? Henry with the little boy, Sam. The little kid, yeah, it's a great in, episode. In one episode, uh, you know, the uh, when you mall episode is great. The mall episode, I was just about to say, with Ellie's backstory of why she's become kind of this hardened person on the inside. There's a lot of good episodes. And these self-contained episodes... I, I saw people complaining about some of them online in, in, in certain oh, articles I was reading amazing. with like, oh, but this doesn't advance the storyline. And, and I'm sitting there going, what do you mean it doesn't advance the storyline? It such depth <laughs> of so character. Stupid. <laughs> and you have such a better understanding of yeah. why this person reacts in the way that they do. And so uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, he has become... Like so someone good. I genuinely look forward to seeing now. He's great. Even at the very end, he just has this way of portraying this sadness and this tenderness nice. towards this girl where he knows he theoretically, I don't know if he fucked up or not, or whether he thinks he fucked up or not, but he knows he has possibly put the saving of the world on hold because <laughs> he didn't want to give up his 
relationship with his babe with his new you know surrogate daughter basically and he just has a way of looking at her and like where he's trying to kind of break the tension at the end where she knows he's lying and he knows he's lying and he's trying to recite some of her own jokes to her where there's just there's a real you've been in situations like that with your own parents where you know they're mad and you're mad at them but someone tries walking the line to kind of be the one to break the ice. Sure. And it's uh, it was just a very relatable situation. Not necessarily, you know, I've never been through a zombie apocalypse. Um, <laughs> you know, we were looking for the cure last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but throughout the series, there's just so many good things. Like the Bill and Frank episode is really good. The mall episode is really good. Episode eight is probably my favorite Fantastic. one. It's like the Ellie adventure story. Yes, and that character is good. the The villain is wonderful. The Fantastic. villain was, I mean, I bought into it. You know, Certified I was like, oh, creep. oh my god, horrible! And throughout the episode, and we, I mean, there are problems. This isn't like the perfect show by any means. Like we just said with Scream, nobody sells. I mean, this <laughs> at, at one point Joel gets stabbed with a bat. He's like an inch away from dying, and what feels like five minutes later, he's fucking. Jackass Saving in the, the day. hospital, killing everyone like he's fucking Thanos, like <laughs> bulldozing people left and right. Can't miss a shot. He's like Hawkeye <clears> with <throat> a gun. It's like he has every superhuman power that ever existed in, you know, what feels like 15 minutes after he got stabbed. Got some medicine, bro. <laughs> but I really, really, really enjoyed this show. I would recommend it to anyone who's on the fence Definitely. about it. Uh, even if you didn't have plans on watching it, if it's maybe not necessarily your genre, I think it is just really good storytelling, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to give it a quadruple main man, four stars. Four stars, baby, 100%. It's a great show. Fantastic. I can't wait for the next season. I can't wait to see where these characters go. You know, I don't know. It's It's just me. Like, right? Like, for most people, all they want is more and more and more. I'm kind of good. But you know there's more, but you know the story is not I, over. So like I, I, I know, but I, I if just you told me like, the story was over, okay. But I know there's you know, they said at least two more seasons. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, when it was over, listen, I'll be more than happy to watch season two. Like I you know, I say these things all the time. I'm going to watch them when they come out. It's just in that moment, I was like, you know what? It's not necessarily a happy ending, but it's an ending I'm happy with. Sure. And if if this was all it was going to be, I could live with that. Sure. I get that. I'm just saying when you know there's more coming, yeah. you should be excited for it. That's it. You know, you like I, know. to me, I, I go to Stranger Things on this, you know, I guess because of the sci-fi element of it. Uh, when Stranger Things season one ended, really loved it. Had a great yeah. time with it. I didn't need a season two. No, didn't. But if you knew a season two was coming, you'd be like, all right, I can't wait to see where they go. You'd be like, all right, I wonder, I wonder what's next for these people. Yeah. You know, so that works. I get that. Look at that. Who but yeah, you? very worthwhile watch. Definitely. HBO Max, check it out. Please let us know if you liked it. Maybe you've been checking it out. Let us know. Oh, so that's that's everything for this week, Gomez. What do we got coming up next week? So next week we talked about watching the best picture winner. Everywhere, everything, all at once. So uh, I think most people have seen this movie. It came out literally a year ago. Yeah. 
Um, it's streaming on Showtime. I don't know who the fuck has Showtime, but you know, it's streaming. If not, pay the two dollars. It's the best picture winner, bro. Watch this fucking movie. It's great. Uh, also coming out this week, bro. Shazam! Fury of Shazam. the Gods. I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna go. I like the first one. I'm gonna go. I I enjoyed the first one a lot more yeah. than I thought I would. Yeah. And I heard this one's fun too. I heard it's fun. It's another fun movie. So I'm excited. Okay. Um, by the time this drops, uh, Ted Lasso season three is this week, baby. Oh yes, I believe Apple is a once a week show. So. Yes. I don't know if they're going to drop one or two episodes to start us off, but uh, it comes out the 15th, so it's already out. this is out the final and season, right? This is the final season when they made the show. It was one of those things where they said they had a three-season storyline to wrap things up. Uh, they've said, you know, oh, what if, what if you had another story? They said, well, if we find another story to tell, maybe. But this story that we're telling will end this season. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that because I'm excited to see how they wrap things up. Yeah, and because they had a plan from the beginning and yes. executed the plan. So, you know, with other shows that get popular and they deviate from the plan, yes. a lot of it kind of becomes kind of filler and kind of waters it down. Happens so all the time. Appreciate Ted Lasso just sticking to what it knows it wanted to be. Yeah. Like with Last of Us. They said uh, for the next game, it's going to be at least two seasons for the game. Yes. And I hope they don't try to shoehorn another season or something afterwards. You got a story. Tell us the story and and wrap it up. That's it. I like that. So I'm excited for Ted. All right. So there's a lot lot going on lately, right? Yeah, it is. It's a big month. Yeah. We're having a good time with it. We're trying to get to everything as possible. Of course, if you have anything you think we should be watching, send us some – tweets or some messages facebook.com slash car jomez instagram and twitter at car jomez if you remember that show spanish show 80s yeah if you know what that's Spanish. what am i talking about i don't know (laughs) i wish i could give you more the poll will be up on social media this week (laughs) did gomez invent this show is this a is this a fever dream oh i was looking i looked at what's coming out of amazon in march Nothing. Maybe it's next month. Maybe it's not out yet. Maybe it was a preview, you know, coming this year. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm interested in seeing it. It sounds I know. wonderful. I was like, this might be a show. I said, 80s, 80s music in particular. This could be good. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. Well, that's a different show, Gomez. But for yes. now, we got to wrap up this one. So let's hit some oh, music. Baby. Hitting it. Now time for the Finish. All right, folks. Big finish time. Let's get this wheel up here. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea, right? It's up. So let's spin it. Baby, spin it, spin it, spin it. Spin, spin, spin. Oh, no, Look at that. How funny. That's so Games funny. of all time. These are favorite games of all time. I would assume video games. No. Uh, if you want to do board games. I don't know what kind of games. I, games in general. I, I feel like I meant so, video, but maybe I didn't. No, maybe it, I wrote it, video nope, there. Definitely not video games. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Well, here we go. Have you ever played Pacino? 
Yeah, it was definitely video games. But we'll play this version of no, your thing. I'm, I, have you ever played Pekino? Uh, what is that? It's like uh, a, sounds kind of a card game, but it's kind of like bingo with a deck of cards, and you gotta. Uh, I know, you know of, you I get never... certain bonuses for no. four of a kind. We used to do it as a family. Put uh, pennies in the thing, so whenever you hit the bonus, you got to add to your winnings. It was mm. a great game. Loved playing it with my family. Good memories as a kid. So Pekino was gonna be on my list. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um. So we love so we love to play Rummy Five Hundred. You play Rummy mm-hmm. Five Hundred. He's playing my mom. Yeah, we love that. Love busting ass, bro. Love it. So that that'd be a game we play. Uh, Uno. We're a big Uno family. We love some Uno, right? You like Uno? It's okay. Uh, uh, never Uno. one of my favorites. I, I'll tell you what I love. Mm. Hungry, hungry hippos. Ah, uh, that's a good one. We play it. There's uh, different versions now. Shiloh's got like a unicorn one. Hungry, hungry unicorns. Really? Yeah, it's so that's cheap. Definitely knockoffs. not hippos. No, it's cheap knockoffs. It's not mm. really. They always fucking break. That game is terrible. It's just oh. coming off. The mouth falls off. Terrible. What kind of games? Uh, what else do we play here? We play uh, categories. You like categories? Yeah, I do like categories. Categories are fun game. We're a big Scattergories family here. That's my wife's game, and uh, it's fun. And for me, the final one is going to be Crossfire. <laughs> crossfire. Be living in the Crossfire. Fucking love it. <laughs> There's a video up on YouTube of some guy singing the most emotionally charged version of the Crossfire song, love and it, it is absolutely wonderful. Crossfire to me seemed like the coolest fucking thing in the world at the yeah. time. The commercials for forget about it. Little BBs or whatever. Yeah. And you're trying to shoot the little pieces <laughs> into the other person's goal. Looks amazing. Just a like frantic, desperate. You just wanted to have that good shot. Great game, Crossfire. So that'll be for me. I'll go Pekino, Hungry Hungry Hippos, and Crossfire with. You know, I'm a 80s baby raised in the 90s, so you know I have an honorable mention for fucking laser tag, baby. Q's all. Let's go, baby. Oh, my God. Big laser tag guy. Remember, laser tag even had a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. It was such a hit. So funny. Laser tag cartoon, bro. Oh, so funny. All right. We used to go to the Home Depot and play laser tag. Because there are plenty of places to hide, plenty of things to hide behind. If you got really good, you could reflect your laser off the lighting section into certain pieces where guys thought they were hiding. Wow. You, had to be, you had to be really good to do it or Pretty you good, know, bro. get lucky by mistake. Um, but <laughs> what a game. Worked. What a game, laser tag. What a phenomenon. Miss it. <laughs> and bringing it back, like bro. Phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. Oh, what an episode. <laughs> yes, it was. Hit him with thumb plugs, baby. 
guys thanks for listening thanks to all the new subscribers a lot of you guys from uh that i have recruited from the major wrestling figure podcast thanks for coming in downloading the shows i hope you enjoy it and stick around follow us on all the social media at card jomez make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you're getting it if you're watching it on youtube remember to click that like button leave some thoughts in the comments if you think we should be watching something if you had a disagreement with something we said we would love to hear all about it Catch me coming up live 2000 for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast in Los Angeles, California. The end of this month, uh, April 15th over in Oshkosh, Wisconsin for ACW Wisconsin. I'll be competing in the Battle Royal at Water City Wrestling Con. Uh, What else we got? Uh, I'm sure a lot of other stuff coming up. Remember to subscribe to my YouTube where I do food reviews at youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. And you can always check out all of my social media at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget that Twitch, Mez TV, baby. No, it's not. Mez Movie. What the <laughs> fuck? Mez TV. Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mez Movie. <laughs> fucking guy the proper things on the screen don't listen to my words just read the screen <laughs> twitch.tv slash mez movie coming up guys only a couple weeks away from gomez's huge balls to the wall annual sweaty men in tights 24-hour wrestling marathon he spends a lot of time every year putting together a wonderful compilation of some of the great moments in the history of the wrestling business that will lead you into this year's WrestleMania. Well, yeah. they're gonna. Are you gonna have like a schedule coming out this year? What can we expect from the Sweaty Men in Tights? Yeah, so it starts after night one of WrestleMania and it runs all the way to night two. Uh, I will do a schedule this year. I've some people have requested. Oh, we want to know when we could jump in. So I'm gonna put a schedule out this year. I'm working on it, fine tuning the uh, the times. So definitely in about a week or so, we'll have uh, a little bit more of what we're doing. So it's always a good time. You'll see a bunch of people jumping in and out of the chat all throughout the process. There are times where I just wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, usually early on Sunday morning, Gomez will put some wrestling-themed cartoons. Yes. So you know I'm all about that. Yes, we uh, do. And uh, I will actually be out in Los Angeles and traveling home on Sunday. So I hope to have something to watch on the plane. So oh, I am excited. Oh, that's fun. That's very fun. Very nice. All right, well. Let's get out of here, Joe. Oh, that's a moray, cowboy. Peace. Crossfire. Crossfire. You can count the crossfire.